Uh, I'm Ernesto Mancipo. And I'm Pablo Morelli Martinez. Nice delivery. And together we are <laughs> Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. Folks, are you freezing right now? Because winter cannot make up its mind. It's a cold one, but it's also warm and it, weird. It's like... It's like we've been having an argument with winter, and every time winter storms out, it comes back in. It's just like, and another thing, you know. <laughs> so we kind of need winter to make up its mind. I'm personally hoping for at least one big snowstorm before. Oh, like, I really don't want any snow. No snow this this year. I know snow is like one of your mortal enemies, but it is. You know, I hate snow. But, I hate the snow. You know, I just want to be snowed in for one day. Have a nice bottle of wine, you know. Just do that without the snow. YouTube, yeah, but I'd I'd like I'd like to know that there's a little bit of chaos happening outside. You know, it's all part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an agent of chaos. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. You know. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> uh, I, I there's always to, something to talk yeah, about. There's always you know? something to talk about. Um, I guess I should just get like let's get this new this bit of news out of the way. Let's do it. All right. So, um, the Grammys. Yeah. I swear to God, no, I'm, not, I'm stop. Let me stop. Nobody cares. I really don't care about the Grammys. Oh man, I gave. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> I, I, like I heard, like, uh, like Kendrick Lamar boycotted. I was like, yeah, fine. I was like, good. <laughs> Everyone should boycott it. it really, People should just boycott the Grammys. Period. Seriously, it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some artists that I've never heard of before, before that evening, and I still can't remember their name now, showed up with a dress that looked like a brick wall, and on the back of the dress they had inscribed "Build the Wall," no. and and they wore fencing as like a little tiara or something like that it was the most gaudy who is this piece of shit that did that i don't know it it was actually an artist of color that's the thing a quote-unquote artist of color so i'm just like uh who are you you know Uh, i had a tony stark moment you know versus (laughs) ant-man i was like who are you um oh my god i you know what now i have to google this um, well, while you Google that, Grammy. I'll just make love to the listeners' ears. How you doing? <laughs> uh, folks, we want to let you know that by the time you hear this podcast, we will have already passed uh, our dear Pablo's birthday, oh, which yes. happens over the next uh, few days. So, you know, uh, you can send all your fan mail and um, uh, undergarments or what have you to uh Pablo Morella Martinez at P.O. Box <laughs> RVT one two three Brooklyn, New York one zero 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 zero. might have been one too many zeros. Yeah, there, I know. But, <laughs> but you know, just to show your appreciation for the guy. Thank you, the, thank you. The master of the shadowless kick. Yes. As you guys know. Yeah. So I'm the master of the shadowless kick because I can't raise my leg <laughs> farther than a, a, a step on a flight of stairs. You can't you can't cast a shadow if you don't take your foot off the ground. <laughs> that's that's the secret. That's the secret. Donnie Yen taught me that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm oh wait, sure. Sam Wong taught me that. <laughs> oh. 
for you kung fu nerds out there, I'm, that yeah. was the the most hilarious <laughs> kung fu joke we've told on the show so far. Um. So, uh, I looked up the names of the the the. the there were two of them that really? had pro Trump. One was wearing like a pro Trump like jacket uh-huh. with like red, white, and blue sequins and blah blah blah. Um, but they're artists that I've never heard of. Yeah. Joy Villa? Who the fuck is that? It's just somebody who does not have a name who's trying to make a name of themselves. It's like, I, I think I've heard of her doing shit like this before. Yeah. It's just... I think she sang at Trump's inauguration. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. I, obviously, that's worked out quite well for her, considering yeah. that next to nobody knew who she was. Um, <laughs> it, But, you know, we live in the day and age where it's not about uh, fame. It's about infamy. It's yeah. about, you know, just having people know you no matter the fuck what. It's like those rinky-dink West Coast adventures that that just show God up. God damn. It's just like, um, you know, it's like, is that Captain America? No, that's – is who's who the fuck is U.S. agent? <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. And a sidekick coffee guy. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> go back to the West Coast. Too much coffee, man. <laughs> the flaming carrot. <laughs> no, those are real, real superhero. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Real the, those like weird alternative comics. Uh, well, weird. you know, I mean, every everybody deserves a place. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if superheroes were real, there would there would be different tiers of you know capability. You know, you'd have your Omega level, you know, world renowned. Iron Man's and Captain yeah. America's and Hulk's and what have you's. And then you'd have like, you know, Super Janitor, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like, um, and I've, t- I've told you this, uh, off, off the show. Um, but I love the, the concept of the West, the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> Great Lakes. Um, they are like the, ven- all the like rejects nobody wants. Damn. Um, like who? They got a guy named Mr. Immortal, who is like this depressed, suicidal uh, guy who can never die. Never. Wow. that's um, That sounds like hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucked up because he's like been known to try to drink bleach and like, wow. like drown himself. And then I, I forget, he met a cosmic entity uh-huh. who basically informed him. It's like, no, you're here forever. It's like, um, oh, shit. even after the universe dies, you will be the only one left. And Mr. Mortal's like, oh, great. Fuck my life then. You know, <laughs> he's just like, no, that's the point. You can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Get away from me, Mr. Inbetweener. <laughs> so he has no powers. He just can't die. Yeah, he just can't die. Just can't die. There's also. Uh, and nobody is putting that to use like. I don't know. How do you how do you even use that? Like when Thanos originally in the comics did, you know, killed half the universe. Was he just like exempt? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he's exempt. Um, I would have so much fun with. Well, you know, to, to be honest, um, that would get old after yeah. a while. <laughs> but before it gets old, you could have a lot of fun with that. You know, just whatever. I'm not paying taxes anymore. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you would like if people give you life in prison, you're just like, fine. 
I will outlast this prison. <laughs> yeah. you know? It will crumble around me. Oh, um, they have the grasshopper. Who's just like, <laughs> who's this Iron Man ripoff? Whose armor? He basically dies every, every issue. Oh God. Um, and their Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, yeah, of well, course, yeah, the, the most powerful one of all. Yeah, and then there are a few others. I don't know. Like, I, I just love the idea of reject superheroes out in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere. Damn, protecting us from. <laughs> illegal canadian border crossings oh, like yeah <laughs> oh get those ice packs out of uh Ooh. out of the u.s <laughs> Ooh. wow my goodness you got you like you got quite mega there i know, know. <laughs> sorry sorry i was uh i did see that uh that stupid speech he was he was delivering in uh Oh, at his latest rally, yeah, El Paso, Texas, the one where, where he, he just he just lied, where he claimed it was thirty five thousand people, and the fire department there was like, no, it's sixty five hundred yeah. <laughs> people, not even a third. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't fit that many people unless he has the power to create a gate, a mirror dimension, <laughs> where other idiots flock to see him. It's like if you could do that Harry Potter spell where the inside of a space is bigger than the outside of a space. Yeah. It's like, or like the TARDIS. That's know. like the TARDIS. Exactly. It? That's yeah, exactly yeah. it. You know. Yay. That's you know. It seems like it seems like the Brits are big on that fictional concept. You yeah. Know, yeah. Of making things on the inside bigger than they are on the outside. It is very British. It it's is. like very like oh, it's, we need more space. I'm not shaking the stick at it. That'd be awesome, especially in New York. Could you imagine that? It's Man. like you got your studio apartment that has five bedrooms and 3.5 <laughs> bathrooms and a backyard. It's like the first time I ever felt like I got that concept was when I saw Coming to America and he and Eddie Murphy. Remember, they got that, that piece of shit apartment and then his buddy pimped it out and it just looked way bigger than it looked outside. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah, I know. I, that that movie deserves another another like look. You know. I almost feel like that movie's part of the MCU. It's such a classic. <laughs> yeah. You're willing to say that every movie is. It's is, true. It's is true. A part of the MCU. At this, it's it's become a sickness now. It's like <laughs> there's the MCU and everything is just sort of rotating around it. And yeah. if it's lucky enough, it'll be part of the MCU. Oh my god. I just I just I just need. And game to come out so I can move on with my life. <laughs> like, really. It's like everything is... Every, this year is essentially pre-end game and then post-end game. Right. That's it. That's it. And can I just say... I'm sorry. No. I don't think I give a fuck about Star Wars. Like, I think... Oh, man. That's, that, that, that hits me I'm, hard. I'm a die-hard, ride-or-die Star Wars fan. I don't want to feel this way, but it's just at this point... This trailer, whenever it's gonna, it's gonna drop during a celebration, obviously. Yeah, obviously. There's yeah, no yeah, other yeah. time that they can uh, drop this. But if this trailer doesn't make me come instantly, it's I'm just I just don't feel compelled by it. I mean, look, we'll be there for episode nine, obviously. Right, but, of course. But I don't know, man. It. I think the Last Jedi, though I respect the film a hell of a lot. There's something about the film that pulled the steam out of this uh, latest trilogy. 
I honestly, I don't know if I can agree with you there. The only thing that pulled the, yeah, the, the, the thing that for me that pulled the steam out of the trilogy for me was, uh, was solo. And that's weird because <laughs> I actually kind of like that movie. Um, but it, it's got a, it's got a ton of flaws, right? Yes. And I don't like the idea of having a star Wars movie every fucking year. Right. Mm. Um, uh, apparently Disney has heard, uh, has caught on to that because I don't. Th- I think after episode nine, they're going to take a break. They they really need to because uh, it's, you know, when you saturate the market like that, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It, it makes it lose its like luster. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, for sure. Or I you, just rewatched Last Jedi. Or they should have just made a good. What? Oh, a like solo? Uh, like so like you know even if they drop one every year like, the thing is Marvel drops like three movies every year. And even if one of them is bad, the other two are still like either okay to really good. See, they need to find better writers because, like, uh, the guys that wrote and in, uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm. they also wrote Captain America: Civil War. Like, they know the mechanics of yeah. building um, story with tension mm-hmm. and epic moments and stuff like that, and tying and it to I, the rest of the universe. Yeah, you know, which is important, especially if you're following these multi-movie series it's like you want to feel like it's not just a one-off like oh it's another part of a story that we're following you know right like if you read a book and it was a different book every chapter you'd be like the fuck is this yeah so i i was thinking that uh yeah if they found better writers like it would craft a better star wars film Hmm. and if they got like a, a director that was because their process right now is to hire directors that are like not only like kind of up and coming but cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> Bargain basement yeah. writers and directors. Um, like Gareth Edwards. Um, <laughs> I was like, he made he made that the most boring Godzilla. I'm sorry, that Godzilla movie that came out the, the last one, the last one with Brian Cranston. Yeah, that was. Boring. Well, they, yeah, I can't get past the beginning of it where it's just like, you know, the whole, oh, something's coming. And then after that, it's like, eh. Yeah. Um, but they also like, they also uh, teased us in a very unsatisfying way in that trailer because Brian Cranston was still riding off of the success of Breaking Bad. So we were just like, Brian Cranston's in this. Yeah. This movie's going to be fucking amazing. And then, like, what, first 20 minutes in? He's dead. I, I don't know. I, I'm glad you brought that up because... They killed the talent. Yeah. <laughs> and then they stuck us with fucking Quicksilver. <laughs> uh, and, Scarlet and Scarlet Witch, Witch making out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, incest. So... Sidebar. Um, those two actors on the set of um, Age of Ultron, and uh, they... Uh, purposefully, uh, when the cameras weren't rolling, got uncomfortably close with each other in character um, to play off of in the comics. Well, basically in the comics, uh, Wanda and Quicksilver have hooked up. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't. They didn't make. They didn't. They didn't make an explicit panel showing it, like you know, Quicksilver giving her, you know, yeah. the Speed Force. Ugh. That's another universe. Yeah, that's but, another universe. But, 
But it's essentially like strongly implied, like the way they do it in literature. It's just like, yeah, they're they're kind of hooking up. So they started doing that on set, which I got to say, I give them kudos because that must have freaked everybody out. They're like, aren't their characters like related? Yeah, yeah. that's gross. <laughs> oh man i I, I just love to i'd love to think about tony like throwing up in his helmet i was just about to say that he's like guys i threw up in my suit (laughs) some vents open up and liquid just flies out you know ew disgusting it's like it's in my hair it's in my he probably like planned all that shit out like the the suit actually cleans his head and you know know, with all the time that he spends in those suits he has to have divided the system that collects waste um, yeah of course within there so well he peed the suit once so that's true that's true (laughs) uh iron man 2 yeah um Sorry, every time I think of Iron so Man, so Godzilla two, sucks. Yeah, yeah. So every time I think of God, uh, Iron Man two, um, this other podcast that I was that I've been listening to called the Infinity Podcast, oh. um, they uh, constantly reference this song um, by uh, but this guy posted a song about Iron Man two on YouTube, and it's it sounds like this artist named Tom Waits. I know you don't know who he is. Uh, do you know oh, who he is? No, I don't. But you could have at least pretended that I, <laughs> you know. It's like, you didn't have to hipster me just now. Like, I did. Jesus Christ. You've been working in Williamsburg a little too long, buddy. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think, don't say that. I think I see those that mustache starting to curl at no, the end. No, don't you know? say that. <laughs> I actually reach for my face. <laughs> uh, damn. But yeah, there's the, every time I think of Iron Man 2, I think of that song. But um, what was I going to say? Yes, uh, that Godzilla sucked. Godzilla sucked. It, it did. I got to say, though, that, that tra- the trailer for that movie was one of the most exciting trailers I've ever seen, even though they stole the music from 2001. Oh, yeah. They um, stole. I don't know. They, didn't they, they, could, they got the rights to that song. Look. <laughs> Unless it's an obscure piece of music that nobody's ever used before. If it was used for another series and then you use it, it's stolen. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. Gotcha. And this is based on no legal expertise at all on my part. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was the Halo jump. And that was the teaser. Yeah. Yeah. And which was cool because they're falling through the clouds and they've got this like... Uh, um, smoke coming off of them so they know where they are, you know, within the air. And then you see like the silhouette of this giant kaiju, like within the. It's just, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And the movie, not yeah. so much. Not so much. Um, but this one, like, I'm excited for the new one. Uh, the King of Monsters. I King of Monsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's just, it, it, it looks like they were just like. Hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't be ashamed of showing Godzilla. Yeah. And then they're just like, well, why don't we just, you know, combine chocolate to peanut butter and just have all of the monsters show up? That's awesome. I mean, first of all, the design, the design of Godzilla in that last Godzilla movie was at least 
more accurate to the original as opposed to the um, ultra salamander that they had in the <laughs> what was the, it Matthew the Broderick, Matthew Broderick yeah. vehicle so it's like that was whew. that but movie sucked the less said about that <laughs> yeah, the better but so yeah if they if they show uh, Godzilla more as well as have him fight other monsters you know just just listen to what Ken Watanabe was saying you know yeah. let them fight you yeah, know yeah, yeah. that's what we want um, and hopefully this live action movie will be better than the last, well, the third chapter of the anime that was released oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, Did yeah. you see the third one? I tuned out halfway through the second yeah, one. Yeah, I don't, oh, tuned out, yeah, the second one wasn't all that great either. It's, no. uh, it just really, the visuals were really interesting, but they didn't deliver on some stuff like Mecha Godzilla became a city. I didn't even I didn't even know that that the city that was fighting Godzilla it used to be Mecha Godzilla but the smart metal that they used to make it over the years that the humans were gone because you see how I sound crazy you right sound now insane. like it's, it's just like you sound like an insane person <laughs> that was I don't the movie. <laughs> even know what you're talking about that was the movie and we're like I'm like okay I know this is anime this is Japan animation but this was like ah. They didn't give us what we needed. So Yikes. sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's it's yeah. yeah. So we got a lot riding on this next Godzilla. When does that come out, by the way? Um, I have no idea. March? March, yeah. Oh, well, March is gonna be a busy month. Yeah. We got Captain Marvel, we got uh this Godzilla movie. I know there's something else coming out in March that should be really good that I think we want to go see. Is it Shazam? Maybe Shazam. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. You know? um, if they keep, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to pull for DC. Like, just do something. Just do something right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they, they kind of, like, they nailed it with, with Aquaman, despite the fact that I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, <laughs> and if, if you want to hear my description <laughs> and review of that movie... Uh, tune in to two episodes ago where oh I I tried. I tried. I honestly tried. It was uh, – that movie is – literally throws everything at you in the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I later caught the movie after his description, and I got to say, spot on. Yeah. <laughs> spot no, yeah. on description. <laughs> the balls on that movie. Like, really <laughs> – Every time I think about it, I'm just like, no way. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Apparently, they're doing they're they're doing some kind of horror. The, the rumor is that they're doing some kind of horror spinoff on that trench on the, you know, the 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 one crazy part of the movie where you're just like, holy shit. Oh, where they're where the they're diving down into like, you know, this sea filled with sea monsters. Mm hmm. Uh, and apparently they're gonna make a, a movie out of that. I, I don't know how. Okay, we'll see. Ah, uh, you know they're just trying to cash in, I guess. Yeah. but can't blame them. Can't blame them. What would be a really great DC story that you want to see committed to film? Hush. Holy shit! I want to see <laughs> Hush just done like not not as serious as the Nolan films, but. Um, with some of the dark grittiness of that, with 
the um, with the sort of super reality of like the first and maybe some of the second uh, Michael Keaton Batman film. Oh, so it's kind of like uh, Batman the Animated Series a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay. But the the thing is, the animated series, though animated, was so well done. Like you didn't even think you were watching a cartoon most of the yeah. time because it was just a, it was just great storytelling, along with beautiful beautiful visuals. It's like, it was great. So I'd love to see a live action Hush done in a similar style. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. How about you? Um. Court of Owls would be nice. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that they would have to translate the brutality of Batman's like uh trial and tribulation in that story cuz he fucking almost died. Yeah. Like like he really almost died. He got stabbed and then he had to like like wander through a maze with a stab wound. Yeah. One of my favorite moments from that book is like he's swimming nursing a stab wound and um he finally gets to like what he thinks is the surface of what whatever body of water he's he's hit and it's like ice and he's got to <laughs> punch his way <laughs> through yes. the ice to get and i'm just like god damn <laughs> this makes me love batman you know oh, and i hate man. i hate to say that because like as an iron man fan i don't know why i have this like I consider Batman the Yankees and Iron Man's the Mets, and I'm always rooting for the Mets. So, um, but goddamn, if if that storyline was wasn't awesome. Also, I really loved uh, fucking. Yeah, but you have a thing for rich superheroes, man. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. Um, Tower of Babel, also, I really want to see, mm, mm. but they have to step. Well, they just established the Justice League, and uh, <laughs> quote unquote established. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. <But> what? <laughs> Damn it! It still it still hurts me to think about just the opening of that fucking film with the black flag. That says justically, justicely. I was like, justically, justically. It might, might as well. If they misspelled that, nobody would have noticed because people were just like, "What is this? This is how we're doing this?" It's like when it comes to Simpsons mouth, Superman. <laughs> oh God. wow! I never heard that one before. Simpsons mouth, Superman. Yeah, he has, he's got that weird Simpsons overbite. Oh, monster face. Jeez. <laughs> Remind me, is, is Henry Cavill still in the DCEU, or did he leave? Apparently, they're going to make a reference to him in Shazam, so pff, your guess is as good as mine. I think he's still in. Um, they made a reference to the Justice League in Aquaman, to him defeating, to that's him right. helping to defeat Steppenwolf. That's right. That's right. That, a very brief mention, but yeah. I guess they wanted to stay away from the stench of that movie. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay, we'll see. I, we, I think Henry Cavill will show up again somewhere uh batfleck is out but i'm so glad he's out you know but hey listen you were touting the line for that guy before i was i was you're just like i think he's gonna knock it out of the park and to be to be fair when he showed up in batman and superman i think he did a decent job yeah and then after that it was just it was like the building going down in that movie it just got sliced in the center and then just slowly slid away as an accountant on the 90th floor was just like, no, I was going to retire tomorrow, <laughs> you know. 
why are you still in that building? It's like, oh, I don't know. The plot says I should be. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. Um, but, you know, I, I was rooting for Batman and for Batfleck initially. Mm-hmm. Like, Ben Affleck, I was just like, you know what? Let's give the guy a chance. Let's see if he does a good job. Mm-hmm. And he did. He did a good job. He did. The only problem is that, like, as soon as after he, he you know, started in two stinkers, um, <laughs> he, he started complaining about it. Like, he was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, like, have you ever been with somebody that they're just like, you know, start off great, and then it's just like, uh, I don't know if I like you. Like, they start playing head games with you, and you're just like, if you want to go, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're making me think. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I kind of have to reevaluate all my friendships now because yeah. has anybody done Before that? To me? My- before my beautiful wife, I had a lot of shitty relationships, and that's I, I have plenty of like if there was an ever, ever an MCU developed from my life, um, <laughs> those would be like the stinkers before I got to like the you know before Sabrina was yeah, your Iron Man. Well, yeah, it was that, my yeah. Ex- okay. Oh yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Put, put that on a Valentine's yeah. Day card. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she hasn't heard any of this, <laughs> but. You're my Avengers, baby. <laughs> ah. Speaking of which, uh, folks, when you we're recording this today before Valentine's Day. Yes. So we hope that you have a sweet somebody that you can curl up with, pull a nice glass of Old Forester, <laughs> and make some lifelong mistakes with them. Yes. Yeah. You should. What are you planning on doing with... Uh, with the misses uh, um, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use a phrase that puzzled a coworker of mine. I'm going to... Uh, you know. Puzzled or got you called into HR? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. Um, <laughs> I was like, I, I told him... Um, <laughs> He was like, what do you got planned? I was like, you know, uh, a little uh, a wine, a little, you know, dinner, and then the beast with two backs. Jesus. Then- <laughs> wow. It's poetry. <laughs> Jesus. Drunk. So leather. No, let me stop. No, okay. <laughs> what, what's the latest one? I, I almost can't keep up. Um, he said that... Um, you know, he was basically he basically tweeted that, like, you know, Elizabeth Warren is running against me, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren, or as I like to call her, Pocahontas. And, you know, I'll see you out there on the campaign trail. And he capitalized trail. So in reference to the trail. of Wow. Tears. And then uh, um, when people were just like, hey, you know, that's fucking racist. Uh, Brit Hume, Fox News's own Brit Hume was just like, oh, you know, um, our president isn't schooled on, uh, uh, on, you know, early 18th century or 19th century uh, uh, history about the Native Americans. So excuse him, you know, just really sarcastic. But then it just made it sound like uh, Brit Hume was saying, like, our president's too stupid to know what that is. 
Jesus Christ. Politics. Politics. No one's in charge. <laughs> no one's in charge. Yeah. If any alien species out there is listening to this podcast right now and you've been waiting for just the right time to invade, now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> Oh, they'd catch us with our pants down. They would catch us sitting on the toilet <laughs> with explosive diarrhea, holding on to the wall, just praying to God that we won't eat bad Mexican again. <laughs> That's how badly we are. We're the, the place that we're in right now. They could literally show up with no weapons and take over. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. They just show up and just jobs for everybody you're like all right we're voting for kodos you know <laughs> meanwhile a year later we're all in the salt mines oh uh, yeah well clones of us running around being whipped yeah you know <laughs> oh man and i know you'd be like well i voted for kang yeah you know? <laughs> well i did <laughs> You promised us benefits. <laughs> You'd be like, they all promised us benefits. <sighs> so, um, yeah. Tower of Babel. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, um, that's a DC uh, comic book I, I'd want to see adapted. What else would be, would be pretty awesome? Mm, mm. Well, if they do it right, um, the Flash Paradox yes. could could set a standard in the industry on how to retcon a universe. Yeah. Because Marvel has, you know... They have yet to do that. They, I mean, they, they're, they're fine right now. They're fine right now, but they've built such a big universe and they've had time to do uh, micro-corrections along the way. Because uh, if a movie didn't do so well, they're just like, all right, well, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Let's... Let's uh, move away from that. And um, so it's like their successes way outnumber um, any failures that they've had. Uh, whereas DC, in them trying to play catch up, has they've just tripped uh, over themselves over and over. And like, I really want to see D DC succeed. So the Flash Paradox would give them a chance to set a standard in a way that no other movie franchise has ever done before that might be unique to them because they have the story built into their universe um will they do that i don't know i but i i hope that they give it a shot and just make things i think better. they they funk they fuck they funked up um they funked up they made it funky they made it funky um they they fucked up by uh going to space too soon like they did the cosmic uh, villains, Dark Side and such. Oh, that's right. They no setup whatsoever. No, Steppenwolf um, just showed up yeah. and it was just like you know, well, they like a bat out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> that Steppenwolf. No, that that's Meatloaf. Yeah, where, that's Meatloaf. Where the fuck did I get Step? Oh, uh, I, I like to dream. Stepping to the sound machine. My favorite yeah. song out of. Uh, Star Trek First Contact, man. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Zephram Cochran used that song when doing the first oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. warp flight. Yeah. I don't know what we can find. Why don't, Why don't you, you come, come with me, little girl, girl on a magic, magic carpet, carpet ride? Um, I hope that little girl. <laughs> I hope that little girl was of age. Yes, 
and consenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, uh, man. You, yeah, you, you, you look back at old lyrics and it's just like, oh, my God, this was so fucked up. Yeah, I know. It was like, uh, you know, I, I think about like the, the Beatles lyrics. She was just 17. You know what I mean. I, I don't know what you mean, actually. <laughs> what are you talking about? Please. I hope you're taking her to like to school <laughs> and then just going back and re-examining your priorities. <laughs> Jesus. Um <laughs> so <laughs> rock stars. Jesus uh, yeah. Christ. Um so what, what was I going to talk about? Before? Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um so with the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been talking about like recasting roles yeah. for the X-Men. Okay. Um, and then an odd choice popped up, which was Daniel Radcliffe. And I'm just like, really? For who? Wolverine! Uh... No! Look. That's a hard no. I don't know if there are enough steroids in the world no. to get that guy up to snuff. Yeah. Like, I, I dig his talent. I think he's a talented guy. But him as Wolverine... I don't know. Like, he's got that weird, expecto patronum, yeah. you know, scream. I'm just like. He's still Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, he may always be Harry Potter, which I got to say is not a bad thing to be. I wish I was Harry Potter. Yeah. Getting those fucking residuals, you know, yeah, never having to worry for money again. But in terms of like roles, he'd have to do a lot. And to his credit, you know, he is an actor. He did, um, he did that stage play called Equus, which I think. I mean, it had to. He he was stepping away from that typecasting of uh, Harry Potter because it was a very serious role. He had to be naked at some point within. Yeah, that, I know. You know so. I, I I um. You went and saw it? No, I didn't go and see it. Uh, like, uh, um, I don't care about any. Like, I don't care that he's stepping away from the thing. He's always going to be Harry Potter to me. You know, it's it's tough. It's really tough for actors to step away from a super successful uh, franchise, especially if it's like their first exposure to the majority of people. I mean, you had you didn't hear, hear about Daniel Radcliffe before Harry Potter. He may have done a commercial or something, but you know. And like I said, I wish I was. I wish I had Harry Potter residuals, but it's going to make it hard for him to step out of that role. But him as Wolverine. See, he he strikes me more of like you know when Elijah Wood played um, Frodo, and then he stepped away from that, and he was in Sin City, and he was a maniac in Sin City, mm. and uh, he he um, he did a horror movie that was amazing called Maniac. Mm. I don't know if you used Maniac twice now, and uh, he was great in that. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's the kind of role that uh, Dan Radcliffe needs to be. He needs to be like a psychopath, like the people that okay. the, that you know, yeah, the kind of like character that you're just like, whoa, what the fuck, you know? This is a an about face, you know. I could see that. I could see that. Um, yeah. I yeah, but f- Wolverine again. I agree with you. Wolverine, that's mm. a that's a pass. That might be a too too. But then again, you know the the geniuses over at Marvel. Maybe they've. Nah, I don't think they're going to do it. I just don't see them no. doing it. I couldn't even like extend myself like, well, you know, Marvel has surprised us. It's like, nah. I'm like, who would he like if, if there was a character that he could play? Um, 
I, I like another an, an X Men villain, sure. Mister um, Sinister, maybe. He'd be an interesting looking Mister Sinister. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking Toad. Toad, Toad, Toad. Raid Park played. Oh no, that does that even? <laughs> does that not count? That doesn't count anymore. <laughs> oh, he shit. could play a good Toad. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I wish, I wish the guy luck. I mean, I think mastermind, I, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I'm sure there's always room for him in the DC universe. <laughs> Who's he gonna play? Star Boy. Toy Man. Toy a Toy Man. <gasps> that could be the role. Oh my god. That you could be the role. It. Yes. If he plays Oh my god, Daniel Radcliffe as Toy Man, I'm totally on board for this. If he plays it as psychopathic as I think that role should be, yes. That could be a, a, a breakout uh, role for him. Yes. Shit, man. I totally agree. All right. So Daniel, uh, if you're looking for new agents, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and send us an email at robotsversustaxes at gmail.com. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll make a go of it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making a go of it, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Woo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are very drunk on this brisk Monday morning. Hey, we're we're cleansing the palate so that you can get into some serious podcasting with Democracy Now, which follows us <laughs> immediately after this show and after our song of the week. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it's Monday morning. It's yes. it's noon. The fuck else are you listening to? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. right now you're cursing yourself for being at your job, driving in <laughs> with those three ugly kids you have at, at back home. <laughs> Like, this is your reprieve right now. Yeah. You know? So We are your warm hug. Exactly. We understand you. As carbon monoxide slowly fills your car. You made some mistakes, but hey, one day you'll be dead. Yes. So screw it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, my God. This show. Just, just chipper. <laughs> just chipper this yeah, week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just like... um. I said that I wanted to talk about this a little bit, and I'll touch on it really briefly. Do it. Uh, but that thing with um, with uh, Minnesota Representative Ilhan Omar, mm-hmm. and um, she got uh, criticized for her tweet criticizing a pro-Israel lobby, mm-hmm. um, basically referencing the fact that they they bully people, they bully, um, or they try they don't try to bully. They buy off politicians into being pro-Israel, which doesn't strike me as anti-Semitic, but everyone, including the president, were just like basically telling her to apologize. Mm. Um, And I think it's really, I think that speaks to the fact that she is a Muslim woman, Mm -hmm. uh, that these uh, politicians are picking on her because of that, because she, um, I think she's the only openly Muslim woman in the, in the house right now. I think so. Um, And uh, that makes her basically a prime target. You know, before that it was like uh, Fox news trying to make a mountain out of a, uh, out of a, out of nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. By saying that she was homophobic, mm-hmm. even just the, by the fact that she was just like, uh, 
you know, Lindsey Graham, I think, you know, I think his politics are bad. Like, his yeah. political stances are bad. And they're just like, oh, she's a homophobe. And then it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking? Now she's just yeah. like, you know, it sucks that the that this pro-Israel pack is trying to buy up politicians in, term, in, in, in trying to, you know, uh, make politicians more pro-Israel. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. And it's, and it came from a sp- surprising place from Staten Island's own Max Rose. Oh, uh, and I was like, uh, Max Rose, what the fuck are you doing? Because mm. um, mm. I was actually really excited for Max Rose to actually be uh, the Democratic uh, representative from Staten Island. Mm. And now he's making he's doing that thing that Fox News does, which is make a mountain out of nothing. It's it's. It's a common tactic to com- to conflate any criticism of Israel or anything associated with it with uh, the Jews or Judaism. It's like the two are not mutually exclusive. Like Israel is a state. Uh, Judaism is a faith, and it can also be referred to as a people. But they are two. Both of them are not uh, completely interconnected. That. You can't criticize one without the other. And Israel, as a state, needs to be criticized and put under a magnifying glass because their practices over the past decades, especially against Palestine, have been really questionable and just outright cruel. And we and and to put them in a place, in a position where they cannot be questioned is dangerous, especially in our politics. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you there. It's just, you know, it's it's it sucks because, uh, you know, they they got Donald Trump to, to make a statement about it. And he called Ilhan Omar uh, lame. Hmm. Um, and, the you know, president. Yeah, the president. Said lame. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> so that that whole situation sucks. But um this show is behind uh, Representative Omar, so one hundred percent. Stay strong. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Now let's get back to the fun stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, Aladdin trailer drop this Holy past week. Shit. <laughs> the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> oh my god! How does one define what is happening? First of all, like. <laughs> The visuals leading up to it actually got me a little excited. I was just, I kind of like this um, uh, this trend of taking some beloved uh, childhood animated movies and doing a, a live action version of them. I think um, if done well, they add another dimension to the to the story. Um, seeing, I think the casting. First of all, I'm just glad that they didn't uh, cast uh, Scarlett Johansson as Aladdin. <laughs> um, I know she was jockeying for the role, but yeah. she was, you know, too busy with the uh, Endgame and stuff like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think the actress that they got to play Princess Jasmine is stunning. She was only on screen for like three seconds, and I'm just like, I want to know who this is. Yeah. So they get to the cave. He's rubbing the lamp. You see, you know, the smoke come out and this monstrosity of CGI yeah. <laughs> that has Will Smith's uh, face. I was at that point, the, the trailer became a horror movie for me. I was like, ah, ah, kill it with fire. 
<laughs> I thought, what are they doing? It's like, is this what we're doing now? We're just making twisted versions of childhood uh, stories that we fell in love with. It was sort of like, what's that movie that's coming out where... It it almost looks like uh, the beginning of Man of Steel in the trailer. Brightburn. Brightburn. It's it's just like is this is this like the Brightburn of Aladdin? Yeah. Like, oh jeez. <laughs> oh man, that would be crazy. If if they did like, it on purpose. Rated R. Yeah. <laughs> rated R Aladdin. Oh yeah. God. Oh fuck, man. I mean, fuck it's it. Get, like you know, it's gonna get spooky. Oh man. The gen- Jafar is gonna be like, like, crazy, like into like dark magic and, you know, just opening hell mouths all around the world. Yeah. You know, just ooh. All right, hey, you know, I mean, I would watch that, but you know, Will Smith uh, on this genie's body, I, it just feels uh, wrong. Um, not anything against Will Smith. I just the way they made it look, it's just it's odd. The the body is is like jacked and burly at the same time yeah so it's it looks like somebody photoshopped will smith's face onto bane's body (laughs) and then turned him blue oh god very very good description (laughs) because it's all like it's it's he's bulky he's weird and bulky looking it's like they were trying to recreate the magic of the animated genie, famously portrayed by uh, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams yeah. um, and bring it to the live screen, which I, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think they would have been better off just making a supernatural version of the genie that's, uh, that we see in Aladdin on Broadway. Um, okay. Because I went to see that, and I thought that uh, you saw that, really. Yeah, the actor who played uh, the genie on the Broadway version, he was brilliant, you know. And they chose they chose a black man to play him. So yeah. I feel like with Will Smith, um, he would sort of be like continuing that energy, um, which would be brilliant because it'd be distinctly different from the prior genies that we've seen, especially uh, Robin Williams, and bring its own flavor. But this seems like they took both the Broadway genie and the animated genie and then crush them together <laughs> against its will. Yeah. And it's just like, put it on screen. They're just like money. You know? so, Yikes. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, um, we'll see. It's looking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually wish that, um, the, that Disney would take those proper, like those, those since they're making live action, what everything, mm-hmm. um, I wish they would take those properties and basically give them the MCU makeover because, like, uh, I don't know, we're such Marvel, Marvel, we're on Marvel's dick, yeah, so bad. pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, Marvel, what they do is that they take um, the the stories from the comics mm-hmm. and they modify them uh, and turn them into original stories. Uh, with hints of the comics in them, and I think that's the way Disney should approach these re- these live action remakes, where they where they don't do because I saw Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh and wow! That, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I saw the live action Beauty and the Beast, and that was uh that was it was a it was a piece of shit. Um, Did the Beast ever do anybody in? 
I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I mean, with all that power, all that ferociousness, I would think, you know. He just throws somebody up against a tree and they just stick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something like that, you know. He's, he's a beast, yeah. you know. No, no, no. It was beat for beat, the same movie. Like. Wow. Okay. Beat for fucking beat, the same movie. Did the, um, did like the furniture and the, uh, and the silverware talk? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Ewan McGregor um, was uh, <laughs> sorry was uh, Lumiere was the, the you know he was the candle he was the candle when he showed up did he say hello there uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a coat rack just pulled out lightsabers a <laughs> bunch of them um, General Kenobi. <laughs> I still want to see you. I will deal with this problem <laughs> myself. It was such a weird delivery. <laughs> that being said, I still want to see you and McGregor back on screen in some shape or form as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, uh, I, I think you lo- and McGregor wants to see himself as Obi-Wan Kenobi since it was like one of his only hit films. Oh, God damn That okay. guy does not make hit films. He's He's just got to find the right... Uh, vehicle. You yeah, know. It's like, he does. Because that guy, I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. So. He's a good actor. That's just Hollywood doesn't know what to do with him. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just like, you and McGregor as Wolverine? No, no, no. No. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Who would be a good Wolverine? Mm. I know who I'd pick as Wolverine. But nobody knows him yet. Um, he's from this show called Banshee from Showtime. Showtime had this show called Banshee. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all about like a, a, a guy who has no name, who wanders into a small town and b- somehow like after the murder of the sheriff, he takes the, the sheriff's um, identity <laughs> And then he goes to war with the Amish Mafia. It It is a wild show. The Amish, Amish Mafia. Mafia. Correct. You heard that right. Um, what kind of weaponry do they have? They got, go- like, here's the thing. It's like, no, they're, they're, he, it's an ex-Amish guy who's part of the mob. But, so there's guns and there's like, you know. It, it, it's it's a wild show. Amish it's a wild show. Mafia, unless yeah. their machine guns are made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not buying it, man. <laughs> They're firing muskets. Oh, um, but it's it's a crazy show. But he is the the sheriff guy. He is. I saw him and I was like, "That's Wolverine. That's yeah. Wolverine." Um, so yeah, check that out when you get the chance. Actually, maybe not that that. That show doesn't age well. I think about a lot of the episodes racially. Oh, boy. Problematic. Do you think there's any hope at all that um, Hugh Jackman will reprise his role, at least for a movie or two? No. Maybe in in Deadpool? Maybe in the next Deadpool, and that'll be the last, last, last time he'll play Wolverine, right? I don't know. Disney's got a lot of money to throw around. Yeah. Um... And they said that they're keeping Deadpool rated R, so who knows? Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Smart move. Smart but as far move. as the MCU goes, like Kevin Feige was just like, we're casting a new Wolverine, which is like, I'm fine with. He said it explicitly like yeah. that? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. 
Um, so then again, they've been known to lie to us. True. Filthy, filthy lies. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, um, I haven't. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I. What were we originally talking about? I feel like I interjected a, a conversation we were having. Of, it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, nothing matters. But <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized we need to wrap up the show. Shit, man. <laughs> we really need to make this show longer. Yeah, we do. You know, because <laughs> as far as us two go, it's it's in demand to go yeah. longer. But you know. Well, thank you for our, uh, tuning in to this train wreck of a of an episode. <laughs> this episode is all over the map. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoy your fucking Monday. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. All right. So, uh, while you're out there, uh, you could try watching uh, Battle Angel Alita and. Keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Yeah, maybe I'll do this real quick. Do I sing this one? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Say that you're leaving, but just for a day. The company wants you to fly to L.A. So you leave me alone and I sit and I say What will I do today, today, while you're away? I will Sniff all your underwear, dress in your clothes Measure myself inside your pantyhose I know it's not easy to leave me alone But it's more fun when you're not home Yeah, it's more fun when you're not home <laughs>